welcome back to All Things Mysterious, where we talk about the supernatural, true crime, and all things mysterious. I'm Matt. And I'm Jordan. Let's get into it. Today, we're doing an episode that I was told if I mess it up, I will be murdered. (laughs) So let's not mess it up. (laughs) Nope. No messing it up today. (laughs) So if I'm not here next week, you guys know why. Yep. And uh, I know a certain person who will help me clean up the body. So (laughs) I'm not even worried about you. Like, (laughs) I know you can't murder me. (laughs) You underestimate me. No, no, I know you can't murder me because you can't do this by yourself. I'm safe there. That's true. I can't. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I can't touch the electronics. Um, they will explode probably mostly all of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So let's go back. Let's rewind back to 1994. And let's talk about a lovely couple called Terry and Gwen Sherman. You know who they are? No, you do not. So let's go. Have you? Every <laughs> time. I, I haven't done that in a while, so I had to. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So the Shermans embarked on a quest through the mythical land- landscapes of northeastern Utah. Doesn't seem very mythical, but all right, even. <laughs> Utah. Whoa. Uh, uh, I went a little overboard on the setting up the scene here. <laughs> just, just maybe a little bit, but that's okay. We got we to gotta go overboard. We got to make our, our listeners happy. Just wait. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> little did they know that their odyssey would lead them to the Haunton, Utah Basin, and the infamous Skinwalker Ranch, a place untouched by human presence for nearly seven years. Dun, dun, dun. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get serious now. All right, all right, serious face. (laughs) The Skinwalker Ranch was a sprawling 512-acre expanse. And it once belonged to the Meyer family. Now, what makes this house interesting is, uh, like I said, they moved out about seven years prior and they would come check on it once or twice a year. Uh, But other than that, I mean, it was basically overrun. House needed lots of repairs. Um, But one of the weirdest things well, we'll get into that. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to get ahead of myself here. Um, sorry, I'm just worried about being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make this the best episode you've ever done. I'm failing already. So. <laughs> no pressure. So as Terry and Gwen explored their newfound treasure, a dwelling time worn by past mysteries revealed itself. And I do, I do, okay. <laughs> let's just, let's just go back to normal. All right. It was 
So the, there were some peculiar. <laughs> Look what you've done. You the pressure's my brain. getting to Matt. It really is. <laughs> the pressure. Okay. So there were some. Yeah, there were some oddities about this property. <laughs> okay. Uh, deadbolts on both sides of every door and windows with. Um, what? With um, bars. That's what I was trying to say. That is really peculiar, though, having deadbolts on both sides of yeah. the door. On every door, not just the outside doors. Every door inside the house had deadbolts on both sides of the door. Uh, every window had bars on it, you know, steel bars. And that would freak me out because, like, I can understand having them on the inside for security reasons, yeah. but every single door, that's yeah. a little creepy. So it's to note is that the Meyer family lived here for about 40 years. Four zero. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's a lot. Yeah. They, um, and that, that's what was so weird because they, they were adamant about the fact that there was never anything odd happening at this property. Oh, see, that's just a giant red flag to me. Cause like, no, there's nothing ever <laughs> weird happening here. Hmm. It's, it's actually kind of funny you say that because when I bought my house, I asked the, I asked the homeowners that lived there. I was like, it's not haunted, right? And they were like, no. And I was like, no. Look at me in the face. It's not haunted, right? And they were like, no. And I was like, no, no, no. no look at me. It's not. And they were like, no, it's not. And I was like, okay. After like the fifth or sixth time I looked at them, they they assured me it was not. And I have not noticed anything since. But let me tell you, I made them look at me in the face. I was like, it's not though, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so weird to me because uh, I've seen like, like there's those memes and stuff where um, it'll say, you know, home for sale. And then at the very bottom, it'll say this home is not haunted. Yeah, exactly. You know, 100% that freaking house is haunted. It's haunted as shit. Because <laughs> uh, so, like that just, just, it just seems red flag, like immediate red flag. Like, it, it really mm, is. nope, that's haunted gotta be haunted so it was not long after they bought this property that things started going a little creepy um now there's it's not just one thing like if this was a haunting you know that'd be one thing uh but there was actually multiple different things going on here Ooh. so i will let you pick a number just a random number one through five Four. Oh, we're scrolling. Hold on, I need to make sure there's actually five. <laughs> Matthew, you need to know the numbers before I pick one. <laughs> Four is good. Okay. Crop circles. Ooh, I like crop circles. All right. So even before Terry became the owner of the property, uh, he had noticed that there was some peculiar circular <laughs> indentations. You need to stop using that. that word. I've got that word so many times in this thing. Uh, there were some odd circular indentations dotted along the pasture. Um, okay. He didn't really think much of it because, you know, he thought maybe it was just dead grass. Uh, so he didn't really think anything of it. However, after he bought the land, he stum stumbled upon a mystifying taboo or tableau. I don't know. Basically a trio of eight foot circular imprints arranged in a precise triangle, 25 feet apart. 
and it was etched into an expansive field in their lot. Ooh. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, he kind of, you know, looked, he did a lot of like investigating around it, you know, seeing what it actually was because obviously that big of a thing, it's going to take, you know, you can't really get the clear picture of what it is. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but he kind of described it as a crop circle. Even though it wasn't necessarily circular. I mean, it, it, there's basically three circles in the shape of a triangle. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So it was like a circle up top, circle in the corner, and then... Okay. That makes more sense. And each each circle was exactly 25 feet apart. It's very exact. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if he took a tape measure out there and like... <laughs> Do they go 25 feet? Yeah. Yeah, they got, they got like yeah, that's 30 foot tape measures or something. I don't know. I should know that. I used to work at Lowe's. I should know anyway. that too, but I don't really, I'm not a home builder. <laughs> sure, I'm sure they do. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, um, it, it the gla- glass, what the hell's wrong with me that? By the way, I am a little bit sick today, so... Give me a little bit of credit here. <laughs> I made him do the episode anyway. She really did. I asked if we could reschedule and she's like, no, we have to do today or I'm going to murder you. Yes. Second time I got threatened today, by the way. <laughs> Might have been the third. <laughs> or the fourth. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so anyways, the grass was uh, was you know laid, laid down flat. It was flattened, just like a crop circle. Um, and it was. How do I put this? It, it was almost like it was in a mechanical nature, but it was too perfect to be mechanical, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very, very similar to a crop circle. Um, however, I however, <laughs> <laughs> Matt just lost all train of thought. However. This is where it gets creepy. Okay. I was building the drama and then you like. Made fun of you? Killed it. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Uh, I'm really good at that. I'll do it some more. So months later on this crop circle, what he describes as a spectral dance manifested itself on the grounds. The hell is a spectral dance? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what it is either, but what the, I don't know what the hell that is. Basically it, they saw like spectral, like ghosts dancing in the crop circle area. That would creep me the hell out. No, thanks. Goodbye. Uh, so that was the first one they found. They not only found one, you know, they not only found two, they found a total of 14 of those clusters on their property. And they were all arranged meticulously in the same triangle configuration, spanning a staggering 900 foot expanse. That's a lot. Holy cow. Yeah. Now, Terry dubbed these pod marks. 
The formations bore an unsettling resemblance to the UFOs that had become very regular visitors to the ranch. The conviction took root within him. A cosmic connection between these unexplained aerial phenomena, phenomena, UFOs, (laughs) (laughs) and the cryptic circles etched into the earth. So, a little backstory here. Because I'm going a little out of order because you picked the last one, basically. Well, uh, you told me to pick well, a number. I picked four. So even before the Shermans bought this ranch in the 1970s in Utah was very heavily UFO centric. Uh, there was a lot of sightings of UFOs in Utah. So UFOs were not something that was new for this area. And that could also play into kind of some of his beliefs on the subject, or it could be part of the reason they're having a lot of these issues. So pick another number. One. I'll go back to the beginning now that I know what you're doing. (laughs) Good choice. (laughs) UFOs. (laughs) Matthew. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I couldn't have planned that any better. <laughs> oh my God. By the way, Jordan does not actually read my stuff before I do this. So she no, had nor no does idea. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> we don't read each other's stuff before this. We want to make sure that it's authentic. <laughs> the fact that she picked the two in order that like just perfect was great. All right. I'm not telling you what next number I'm picking. <laughs> If you'll even let me pick numbers after this, I think you'll probably just go in whatever order you pick because that's what you do. No, I'll let you pick. Fine. All right. So shortly after taking possession of the the farm, um, the Shermans started seeing some odd things in the sky, specifically a box shaped flying entity. And it would it was suspended in eerie silence, made no sound whatsoever. And it would just hover over a nearby field. It's creepy. And this was, I mean, this was a constant thing. Like they would see it almost on a nightly basis. Uh, no, thanks <laughs> on all of that for me. I was kind of chased once by a UFO and that was a heck no for me. That was an I'm getting the fuck out of here moment and I still remember that day and nope, nope, mm-hmm. nobody, nope, 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 out, done, oh. completely out of there. So that was not the only aerial oddity. I'm just replacing phenomena. Phenomena, because you can't odd- say that word. Exactly. I don't know, like I usually have no problem. Like I rehearsed this <laughs> and I had no issue. <laughs> So, uh, they would see four amber spiraling (laughs) lights that would manifested in a mesmerizing dance, opening and closing. Uh, So, remember we talked about the spook light not too long ago? Yep. Sort of like that. Just an amber light, but in this case, there's four of them that would kind of dance around in the sky. Yeah, I'm still a, a no on that. Um, still going to be a no if I bought this property and saw all that. Nope. Good. Nah. So armed with binoculars and a spot and scope, 
the Shermans delve deeper, revealing ah, a surreal sight. so they're more like sight. you. Yes. Good. They're more like, ooh, let's look at it. No. They revealed a mysterious craft seamlessly navigating in and out of one of the spiraling apertures. No. No. Mm-mm. So now going into modern uh, for just a second, because there's a lot of, um, you know, obviously the government did a lot of research here. Um, and, you know, next few years and even now there's a sh show about it. Uh, and of course, it's reality TV, so you can't necessarily take everything that they're doing for fact. Oh, obviously, everything uh, is made up in reality TV, but. But that's the one thing that they kind of speculate <laughs> is happening at the at the Skinwalker Ranch is that it's some kind of portal to, you know, either another universe or even like sort of like a black hole going to another part of the universe. Which some of these things that they've saw uh, where crafts seem to just appear and disappear. With all of the activity that I'm aware of that happens at this ranch, that's something that would make sense to me. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, they would and, you know, after they would see these, like, orbs and stuff, um, they would see like they would notice burnt out patches of grass in their in their farmland. Uh, it would burn too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's creepy. That's a no from me. Well, this is going to be a no for you too. That's uh, all a no from me. Every bit of it is a no from me. So the family had some dogs. The dogs get hurt. Yes. No. Not the dogs. So, uh, the dogs decided had uh, three canines, right? Not the doggos. Mm -hmm. They decided to chase one of these orbs. All that was left of them is ash. I can't. Not the doggos. I apparently the dogs chase after um the family tried to find the dogs and when they found where the dogs would have been, there was just three piles of ashes. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. That would be like horribly devastating. Like, and that's what one thing, like they never say they saw anything. They just say they found three piles of ashes so that and they never saw the dog, so they just assumed that the three pile of ashes was the dogs. I mean, that's what would make sense, because, like, one plus one equals two, but at the same time... God, that would be horrible. And the dogs weren't the only ones that died on this farm. Well, to be honest with you, that's the ones I really care about, so... <laughs> so we all know who I am. Three... Ooh, the best one. Oh, so we're not going to go to, okay. It's fair. Skinwalkers. Oh, all right. Going straight to it. So <laughs> before we get into this, we need to get into some backstory on this, what a skinwalker actually is. 
So skinwalkers are entities deeply ingrained in Navajo folklore. They're mythical beings believed to possess the supernatural ability to transform into animals. Uh, they're thought to be shamans and, you know, and Navajo uh, evil entities. Um, so the roots of skinwalker legend can be traced back to Navajo mythology where these beings are said to be the individuals possessing the forbidden knowledge of shapeshifting. Legends suggest that these individuals driven by malevolent intentions use dark magic to transform into animals, enabling them to move stealthily and carry out harmful deeds. The origins of skinwalkers are closely tied to the cultural and spiritual practices of the Navajo people. Now, Skinwalkers are described as individuals, you know, who can take form of animals, correct? Correct. Yep. Uh, now, the different kind of animals, obviously, they can pretty much choose any animal. Uh, a lot of times it's deer. Um, deer's kind of the big one. But they can also take, like, you know, wolves, um, dogs, bears, pretty much anything. So, with that being said, you ready for it? You ready I'm for it? I'm ready. I am ready. So, when the Shermans, you know, a couple days after they moved in, they were still kind of getting used to the land. Uh, they were outside. Um, they, you know, the father had his shotgun. As you do. Yeah. I mean, it's 1994 on a farm. I mean, to be fair, people still carry shotguns around the farm. Yeah. So they see this colossal wolf-like entity coming from the woods, coming up to them. And now the this thing is not showing any kind of aggression. You know, it almost has like recognition in its eyes. Like it kind of acknowledges that they're there. And, it, you know, they said that they did not feel threatened in any way. Until the creature started to go back to the woods, but on his way decided he was hungry. So he took a hold of a baby calf by the head. Um, and, you know, he, they don't take kindly to that. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, though, like. It's a wolf and it's going to eat. I know that sucks, but yeah, no, this was, this was more described as a, a dire wolf, yeah. uh, which is, you know, almost probably, probably as tall as me. Exactly. Like ginormous. Mm -hmm. So Terry the size of a horse decides to start shooting it at close range with his shotgun does not even phase this thing. Nope. It's just like, excuse me, no blood, no, I mean, basically no recognition whatsoever. Um, you know, he he does finally get it to uh, release the cattle. I mean, I think at this point the calf kind of died at that point. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but they did get the beast to retreat. Uh, Terry and his oldest son decided to chase after it. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. They obviously didn't I have watch a shotgun and it's obviously not doing a dang thing <laughs> against this thing, but let's go chase it. So in their words, the wolf disappeared in front of their eyes 
with no trace well, as soon as it got into the woods. Sounds legit. Yeah. And then, I mean, that was the first encounter. It wasn't the last. They saw, you know, saw that wolf multiple times. Um, even at t- nighttime, they would have like, um, they could almost hear it like walking outside of the, t- the house, just pacing back and forth. They even said yeah, they were going to be the next freaking meal. Yeah. So obviously, you know, they kind of, I, I don't know besides the you know fact that it was a giant wolf, why they kind of thought it was a, you know, skinwalker. Although it, you know, for them, it kind of, it almost had some kind of, you know, it seemed like it was intelligent. It was probably just like the look in its eyes. I don't know. I'm such an animal person <clears throat> that I can understand seeing something looking in its eyes and realizing it's different. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I, I don't, like for one, seeing a giant wolf that's bigger than me would scare the crap out of me. Yeah, my first reaction wouldn't be to shoot it. It probably would be, be like, um, run away, thanks. It's almost like that dream, like, I've had these weird dreams like where I'm, you know, shooting at someone to like save my life and like you shoot at them and it doesn't do anything. It's almost like that dream. Like you're like, Get right. Like you can't do a dang thing about yeah. it. And then I, I promise you one thing, like if this happened how, exactly how they said, Terry's got some big balls on him. Yeah. No joke. Because I'm sorry, but I would not be chasing after that thing no. in the woods after I shot the thing multiple times and nothing freaking yeah. happened, except it was finally like, you're annoying me. Yeah. It and I dropped it. Yeah. It basically left because it, you were annoying it, you know, and there was no blood left, you know, almost like the creature was not even hit at all. Yeah, exactly. I would not be going and chasing after this giant thing that was bigger than me, this <laughs> unfazed entirely by gunfire being shot at and being shot, mm-hmm. literally shot. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, let me just go chase it. No, 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 no. That's not a smart choice. Yeah. And so that's kind of, and that's honestly how the, um, you know, Skinwalker Ranch got its name because it's said to be in the path, you know, the Skinwalkers. That um, tracks. You know, I, I forgot the, there's a, you know, high population of Native Americans in that area. I think it's the Ute tribes. And if I'm wrong on that, I'm so sorry. Good job. Uh, great research, buddy. Yeah. Well. Okay. My research is not the greatest either sometimes. So honestly, I, feel I am. I'm <laughs> surprised I got the basin name right. <laughs> um, and I spent a lot more time on the, the Skinwalker and, you know, because Skinwalker is mostly Navajo. Uh, at least it kind of comes from the Navajo traditions. Uh, but it is said to be the path where, you know, the skidwalkers like travel from place to place is right in the middle of the ranch. That's fair. But like, would you buy a, would you buy a place called skinwalker ranch? Nope. Like, I, I think I probably would. Of course you would. You would be that person. Just because that would be kind of cool. I mean, to be fair, they were never hurt. I mean, they were never hurt. Um, any animals, kind of different story. 
Yeah, the animals, uh, <laughs> no. But what's with all the freaking locks and shit, though? That's kind of what I'm thinking is that, like, the Myers family obviously wasn't being honest about, like, the stuff. No, something sketchy there. Either they knew about the skinwalkers or at they, the very least they felt extremely threatened by it yeah or they were kind of um some weird people into some kinky stuff which i mean more I power guess, to you yeah, say more power to you i guess <laughs> but that's just weird pick a number i think the only one left we have is like two or five two now we got two and five two cattle mutilation Oh, boy, my favorite. <laughs> so in the wake of the unsettling UFO sightings, uh, the Shermans confronted the reality of, you know, their new homeland. Um, they started finding cat- their cattle. And to be fair, that's why they originally bought this property was to raise their kids and to be cattle farmers where they could, you know, buy- raise the cattle and then sell them. Uh, not just any cattle. These are expensive cattle. Yeah, I remember this story well enough because they wanted to be like prize cattle yes. farmers. Like expensive, super, mm-hmm. very nice cattle. God knows I don't know anything about cattle. Yeah. But this was like prize cattle. This was like the Lamborghini <laughs> of cattle. Yeah. Not very, that I know very, anything about it, yeah. but yeah. Very, very expensive. I mean, that's all that really matters. Uh, it's very, very expensive. And cows started dying. And not just dying. They would be... Die with unexplained injuries. Um, With parts of them missing. uh, uh, Sometimes their guts cut open. uh, I mean, with pieces missing. I mean, really gruesome stuff. Um... And it wasn't just Yum. one. It was several. <laughs> uh, they never really played, you know, said how many cattle they actually lost in the, you know, almost two years that they lived there. No, but for them to take note of enough of it, it's got to be a honestly, decent number. Yeah, honestly, for the price, one would be a hardship. Yeah. But you start losing multiple cattle to almost no, you know, you don't know. I mean, there's no... They had, you know, vets come out and do whatever the animal version of an autopsy. Necropsy. Necropsy or something. Uh, But they never found any kind of like animal cause. Like there was no signs of any kind of, you know, animals doing this to them. They could not figure it out. And cattle just kept dying. And it would always be at the times where they would see the UFOs. Um, hmm. Yeah. One plus one equals two. Exactly. How about that? Just my personal opinion. Yeah. So, um, Sherman, one of Sherman's sons had saw a cow and then a few minutes later finding it motionless with same thing guts cut open missing eyes missing tongue that's strangely impressive yeah i mean 
so in his words, it was, you know, not more than five, 10 minutes from the last time he saw that cow. Yeah, that's that's impressive. And at the time, you know, it was it was snow. There's snow on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. The snow around the thing, you know, around where the cow was, there's was basically a perfect circle. Where the grass you know, directly around the cow was melted or, you know, the snow and the, the grass was melted. Yeah, <laughs> that would actually you be really <laughs> that would be really interesting if the grass was melted, but the snow cool. was melted. Yeah, you know what I meant? Stop it. <laughs> You're having too much fun at this. I am. I'm enjoying <laughs> all of it. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. But that's not all. Ooh, there's more. There is more. There's more. Uh, so there, around the around the circle, there was an orange tinged, translucent, jelly-like substance. Of what? Do we know? Ew. We don't know what. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't want to know what it is. Probably, but ew. I mean, I, I can have my guesses, but yeah. Um, uh, and you know, on top of the mutilations, there was also cows that would just disappear without a trace. It's really difficult to make cows disappear, to be honest with you. It really is. I mean, you know, especially without any kind of evidence. Like, if a cow's going to disappear on your farm, there's going to be a broken fence, you know, yep. a gate left open, something like that. But there was nothing mm. of it. That, Cattle are fairly stubborn animals. Like, and they usually stay in groups. Yeah, like they very rarely will separate. Uh, from some some people that I've talked to, said that the only time that they'll actually separate is when one of them's going to go to die, basically. Yep. Uh, so I mean, the fact that just one or two cows would disappear at a time, I mean, that's weird in itself. But then again, maybe the aliens just wanted some hamburger. I don't know. I mean, they wanted some good hamburger. They had the prized cattle. Uh. So the only the only evidence that they had of where the cows were going would be hoof prints. Whose hoof prints would just disappear all of a sudden. At the, you know, at the field's edge or wherever they were going. Um, That's legit. Yeah. Just going to walk over here and then stop and just poof gone by. (laughs) Abducted by aliens for burgers. They have good taste. They wanted the good meat. I mean, you know, I guess if you want the expensive cows, I mean. They knew where to go. Yeah. So obviously, you know, the Sherman's thought was uh, obviously this has to do with the UFOs. That's where my brain would go. See, and I, I, I'm kind of torn, honestly. There's so much to choose from here because you either got the UFOs or you got the skinwalkers. It's both. I mean, maybe they're... All of the above. And we're not even done yet. No, we're not. We're not even done yet because we still have to figure out why there's still locks on everything because it's so weird. Oh, well, I may have a kind of an idea on this one. Oh, okay. There's... Uh, so, number five is Nightmares. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So the more time that Terry would spend in, in the house, uh, he would start having vivid nightmares. Uh, mostly where he would see specters, you know, ghosts talking to him or, you know, uh, there's one where a giant man with dark hair and a full beard was looming over him. Uh, that's not a fun nightmare to have. Not that any nightmare is fun, but that's super creepy. He, he, and for him, he said it was more than a nightmare. It was almost like he was being transported to a different realm. Like experiencing all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, thanks. None of that. No, thanks. And on top of this, there was at one point talk about a poltergeist. Uh, I mean, with everything else, just throw him in the mix. I mean... Literally, this this farm's got it all. Like, got everything. You Just got skinwalkers. You got there. UFOs. You got paranormal. It's all the things. Yeah, I mean, let's just you know. This is the all things mysterious case. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is because like there's so much going on on this farm, and then obviously after they sold it, uh, Terry Bigelow uh, bought it, worked with the government. There was you know a big research product project for a long time. They never released any of their findings. Oh, of course they didn't. Uh, but some of the scientists who worked here, worked on the you know Skinwalker Ranch at the time, have since come forward, Ooh. saying that a lot of stuff that the Sherman said happened actually did happen to them while they were on the farm. Ooh, so it's been more or less confirmed. More or less. I mean, obviously, it could just be you know disgruntled employees or someone just trying to build into the hype someone you know that's true um i mean for the part the government hasn't said anything however this was pre uh you know pre the whole tic tac videos and you know all the actual research that they started doing into uaps as they call them now yeah. Um, but this was kind of the basis of that program. Uh, in fact, many of the scientists who worked at the at the ranch would go on to work, you know, work in the government on other UAP related projects. And the government spent a good deal of money on this. Well, I mean, it's fair because like this is one of, if not the most like well-known documented paranormal I don't know, place or ranch um, as far as like alien phenomena, skinwalker phenomena, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. in probably U.S. history or at least one of, I'm not going to say the top one, but it's extremely well known to the point where I know a decent amount about it. Obviously, you've done more research than I have about it, but I know most of the story. And I mean, honestly, a lot of the, like a lot of the history, uh, when the government was on the farm, you know, obviously is not, it, there's basically a black hole. Yeah. Cause they don't uh, want other people to know yeah. about what they've 
discovered since they've been there. Mm-hmm. So you got the Sherman family who obviously was very, you know, straightforward with what was going on there. And now it could just be that they got in over their heads, you know, cattle start dying, which is going to happen sometimes. And they just wanted to kind of get an easy out. Maybe they uh, could have, but at the same time, is that really the, would that have been the best way see, for them to go? Cause I just can't see it being all that good of a way out. I, I don't either. And that's why like, I hate this excuse. Like people say, you know, cause we talked about this many times on this podcast. Yep. We have, this that is one of the, be the go-to like skeptic stances that they just did it to get out of their lease or, you know, they did it to, get, you know, make money from it. I mean, you don't really make money from these things. No, you really don't. And they're going to get such a, a bad rep. Yeah from this if things go really south and it probably didn't go very well for them i can't imagine around town people were like oh those are those people going through this such incredibly hard time no i'm probably sure around town people were like oh that's that crazy family that thinks that aliens are at their farm no no i'm sure that it was probably really really bad for them I'm sure it probably was not an easy time. It was not making things any easier for them at all than what they were going through already. And to be fair, they lived, they lived on the farm for about 18 months. They had moved out, but they were not planning on selling the farm. Like they didn't have it up for sale or anything. And then, um, Robert Bigelow heard about the farm and actually approached them offering to buy the ranch from, I don't know why I keep saying farm. Farm's easier to say than ranch. That's fair. I mean, uh, but he offered to buy Skinwalker Ranch from him. So it technically wasn't even up for sale. No. So see, and that makes a big difference to me it too. It does too. Because it wasn't like they were like sitting on it and sitting on it and trying to get out from underneath it. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, the Watcher House that we did an episode on where they were begging to get out from underneath yep. it and couldn't. It's completely different in this case. No, it's not. It's actually not much different because they actually, when they sold it to him, they actually sold it to to him for a loss. Well, they did, but at the same time. Which is kind of bad when you sell it to a billionaire and you end up losing money. I mean, that's fair. It's a billionaire, dude. Come on. I know. Just tell him a little extra money. I mean, come on now. He's a billionaire. Just and plus, ask for a little more. You know, then he got all this government funding to actually research the, you know. Right. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, probably the actual biggest winner, winner in this whole thing is Robert Bigelow. I mean, for reals, though. Because uh, he bought the farm at a you know discount, basically. And then he ended up getting government grants and, you know, all this money to, yeah, to research it. And then obviously now it's part of a, you know, pretty successful TV show. It's actually a pretty good TV show. I rarely recommend actually it. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it. Oh, you really do. Uh, now it's reality TV and I'm not t- too much of a fan of reality TV. But it's probably still entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everything that they're talking about and saying that they're seeing is not like anything that's hasn't been talked about here. You know, it's stuff that's been said to been going on for a long time. Is it actually going on? I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, UFOs and aliens because mm-hmm. obviously probability states that there is a hundred percent, you know some kind of alien life out there. I have to agree. I think it's incredibly selfish to believe that we are the only people out there. My only hesitation is if they've actually been here. Uh, Not saying that they haven't, just saying, I don't know. I mean. But I think that there is definitely something else out there. Oh yeah. I mean, 
And that's why I kind of like, you know, that's why I brought up the whole portal thing because that to me makes more sense than, Mm -hmm. you know, a UFO flying here from outer space. I agree. And if that place is so, I'm going to use the word inundated with paranormal Mm. activity, then that makes sense to me because these people went through so much and there's just this wide, vast array of different things happening Mm. there. That could be so many different things. Yeah. Who's to say it's not all of them? Yeah. I mean, to me, it just seems like this is this is some kind of portal. We don't know what kind of portal or where it goes, but it somehow connects to aliens. Uh, and then you got the whole skinwalker aspect of it and the paranormal. Yeah, and you've got all the, the spooky lights mm-hmm. and you've got... Um, potentially either a poltergeist or haunting or you know, I don't know. I'm even going to go as far as saying like a, a potentially a demon or something along those lines that yeah. might haunt your nightmares. They've got locks in that house for some reason. Who's to say they would lived in that house for what, 40 years before. Yep. If they lived in that house for longer than that, they had locks on the doors and bolts on the windows and bars for every, mm. you know, for they had those for a reason. Yeah. So I will, I will state for the record that the Myers family denied ever having locks or bars on the windows. Uh, but again, I don't see why they would lie about it. I mean, like the, the Sherman family, I don't see why they would lie about that. No, I don't know why they would lie about that either. I mean, cause it's such a weird thing. I mean, it is such a weird thing to lie about. Like for me, the, the bigger the lie, the harder it is to make people believe it. And like, I, I think in like a lot of these like paranormal and you know, even this for instance, is that it's kind of based in reality in a way mm-hmm. because it kind of makes sense. Like it makes sense that UFOs have been spotted so much in Utah and mm-hmm. it's, you know, obviously the central part is this farm. Um, that makes sense. But the whole locks on every door and the bars on the window doesn't make sense to me like so it's almost it's almost like it's got to be real because it's too out you know outlandish it's just such a strangely specific lie to tell like if you're gonna lie about something why would it be that yeah what i mean and you know it wasn't just like deadbolt on the inside of the doors they were on the inside and And the outside exactly like out of all the lies that you could tell why would that be it so i mean that to me Kind of, it, it I, I, I believe the Shermans for the most part. Uh, I do think a lot of what they said was kind of not fabricated, but um, embellished a little bit. I was going to say the same thing. Just maybe a touch embellished. Like the whole dog thing. Uh, like if you didn't see anything, but you just came up on three ash piles and for some reason you think that was your dogs. I mean, I mean, I can get that though. Cause Especially being just everything else that's going on. I can see how your brain would try and put that together. hundred percent. And that's what, that's why I'm kind of thinking it's just, it's not really, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it just seems like it's kind of grasping for straws. If but you especially will. if your dogs never came back, I can understand that. Like, yeah, that'd be like, 
at the same time as it's really out there, like, well, my dogs never came back. And also there were these three random pile of ash where I expected them to be. So that's kind of all I have left to believe. I know, but, and, and, you know, the sad reality is if dogs were probably killed by a wild animal or something, I mean, it I mean, is that's Utah. possible, but all three at the same time, I, mean, I don't know. It is really weird, but this place is outside the realm of our understanding. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I will 100%, and I think this is the first, but I will 100% agree that there's something weird going on at Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, and the government doesn't want us to know about it. Which well, makes us really want to know about it. To be fair, the government did sell the property to just a random person. I mean, I guess he's not really a random person, but. Right. He's another billionaire or millionaire or whatever. Uh, I don't even know. Another Same rich old. guy. Um, who now instead of government funding gets funding from a TV show. <laughs> funny how that works. It is. It's just funny how that works. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Now. I will say that that for that reason, I kind of believe the Shermans more than anybody else, you know, like Bigelow and all his people, even though they've been kind of tight lipped. Obviously, they were under government contracts, so there's not much that they can technically say. Yep. But they have, in my opinion, I don't think they have much of a reason to lie. I'm the Shermans absolutely do not have a reason to lie, like in my opinion, because they end up losing money, not just selling the property, but. You got to think how many cattle they lost. Exactly. And those were high dollar cattle, super high dollar cattle. And they went through so much torture and hell living there. And not just, like I said earlier, not just the torture of losing all that money, but I'm sure their reputation was dragged through the mud. Oh, yeah. And just, I'm sure that they went through such a rough time. Losing so much money, dragging their name through everything, and they're just trying to get through their life, trying to figure out what's going on. They're going through all these cattle mutilations, all their random crap is happening at their house. They're trying to figure out what the crap is going on. They've got these strange beasts showing up, cattle mutilations, their dogs have decided, poof, gone, suddenly they're ash, and everything is just like, they don't know what is happening in their life. They're in this constant state of turmoil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... That's got to be just absolute hell on your brain. I know. And this was, you know, back in 1994. This was before kind of, I'll almost call it pre-internet age when people started getting yeah, more curious. Yeah, for the curious. most part, because I, uh, there was internet back then, but we didn't use it like we do yeah, now. I mean, it's very primitive form. It was. Internet. It was extremely primitive. Uh, but... It's definitely, it's not like media wasn't what it is now. Yeah. I mean, now if if they would have came forward in like 2016, 2018. Oh God. Yes. It would have been a whole separate thing. Completely different. That's why like, you know, whenever someone like I hate, that's why I hate when, you know, cause for the most part on a lot of stuff, I'm a skeptic, like, but I honestly hate when other skeptics will be like, well, they're just doing it for fame or fortune or whatever, because to me, that's just a lazy way to saying, you know, we don't know. So let's just try to drag the people through the mud. Like it makes no sense to me. It's stupid because ultimately these people aren't getting, you know, they may be getting some fame. Like I'll give them that, 
But at the same time, they are going through so yeah. much. Yeah, because for every, you know, one person that is, you know, adores them for who they are, there's 50 other who are, you know, calling them crazy and, you know, exploitive and all kinds of stuff. So it's all that to say, I I, I tend to believe the Shermans. Um, and I mean, obviously part of me is kind of like, you know, fighting back on it a little bit, but. I'm not saying that all this stuff actually happened. I personally think it did. Well, and well, let me my personal I, belief, but I I think that they're telling the truth. I I think you know, especially most of the stuff I can believe it, like the alien stuff, uh, Skinwalker. Like Skinwalker is actually probably the most the most terrifying thing to me out of this out of all this. Well, yeah, I mean, if they're telling the truth, that. What's his name? We just went and shot that thing like God knows how many times. And he eventually was annoyed enough to drop a calf and just walk away and then poof into thin air. I don't know why, but like aliens don't really scare me. I would love to meet an alien. I would love to, you know, learn about them. Uh, Ghosts don't really scare me. I want to go ghost hunting, obviously. Yeah, I know you do. Trust me, I know. We're preparing to go do that eventually. Scare the crap out of me. Like, and I don't even know why. I mean, like, obviously a lot of it is Native American history and stuff. It's just like so beyond me. Well, and I think it's like the superstition of it too. There's a superstition behind it that's just terrifying. And it's so terrifying, but fascinating at the same time. It is. And so like, like unexplained, I guess, because like. I can kind of understand aliens, like, you know, where they came from, you know, why they're here type thing. Exactly. And I think that's exactly why skinwalkers are so terrifying because mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. We don't know what they want. We don't know what they're, why they're here. We don't know who they are. Yep. We don't know a dang thing. We're just here existing. We don't know where they are. We don't know who they are. We don't know what they mm-hmm. want. And we are just here existing and we could die. We don't know. We're just... Mm-hmm. Pray. I mean, honestly, Wendigo is probably scaring me more, but. We need to do an episode on those. Oh, we are. Excellent. I'll let you do that one. I think it's Wendigos are the ones that can mimic like human sounds and stuff. I believe so. But promise me you won't try and say the word phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon. Oh, you said it right. Good job. I'm proud of you. Now <laughs> that you're right. not trying to read exactly. it. <laughs> uh, no, I. I we're going to do an episode on Wendigo because I am 100% convinced there's a Wendigo outside of my house. Well, I'm not coming to your house, so. <laughs> I'll tell that story next week. It's a good one, though. <laughs> Let, let's just say um, I constantly hear a little girl walking on my front porch. That's and really creepy. Yeah, it really is. Um, especially since it sounds like my youngest daughter. That's terrifying. No, thank you. Yeah. I was literally in her bedroom watching her and I could hear her talking on the front porch. Ah, no, 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 no. No. All the no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so basically I think this is the one time that we kind of semi agree. Um, On occasion we agree on things. It's not very often, but on occasion. Mostly because I'm scared of your friend. 
That's fine. Sarah. This one's for you. This episode is for you. <laughs> but I will say there's a lot more history and stuff, but it's not as interesting. Uh, like I said, the Myers never came out with anything. They, you know, they denied that anything ever happened and they owned the farm for 40 years. Uh, before that, there wasn't really much. Well, and I think that's odd too, because if you think about other cases we've done in the past, even just thinking about just like the watcher house that we just did, mm -hmm. the owners of that house too were like, mm, nothing ever happened while we were here. I don't know. That's sketchy. But I mean, even them, they kind of uh, admitted that, they, you know, they did get a letter right before. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it was a different time back then. I think they were, people were a lot more private. So I don't think the Myers, and you know, obviously the Myers were older couple at the time. They uh, were, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, the whole thing's just really bizarre. I don't think they would have said that they had any issues, you know, because I mean, back then it, people kind of kept their issues to themselves. I would get, I would say. I mean, um, they did, but shoot, it's just, I don't know. But I mean, obviously we can't get much information about when the, government was in control of the farm uh no not really i mean we have some, like i said there were some scientists who s supposedly worked on the ranch and have come forward but unfortunately they're not necessarily the most credible people um not saying they're discredible but i mean if you're not afraid of the government coming after you for spilling secrets and something's wrong right um Best we uh, can do, really. Yeah. And then obviously anything after that you can watch on the Discovery Channel. So <laughs> to me, the most interesting part is probably when the Shermans lived there. Huh. Yeah, it's it is the most interesting part. It's I don't know. It's but, there's something to it for sure. Oh yeah. There definitely is, and I would love to visit Skinwalker Ranch one of these days. Of course you would. No thank <sighs> you for me. You can go by yourself. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, you, you can have at that. Um, I nope. will stay here where I'm safe. Thanks. We're going to get permission from the Discovery Channel. We're going to go ghost hunting. You on. can go. That will be fun. <laughs> have at it. Oh, well, but that's all I got today. So. Thank you for listening. Please don't murder me, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> all the links to our social media will be in the description below. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Um, thank you for listening. As always, we'll keep you guessing. <laughs>